back to the Chill Sounds and Breakdowns podcast. We got another good one for you. They're all good. They're all good, but I'm excited for this one because I've been hearing this dude's name in the scene, the music scene, on everything for quite a while now. Actually, since I started uh, getting kind of into know the music scene, so I'm kind of I'm kind of excited to get to like sit down and talk to you today. Uh, but today we got D Money Turn Up. What's up, man? What it do? What it do, man? What's popping? Chill Sounds and Breakdowns. You know what's going down. <laughs> Hell yeah, man, dude! I'm excited for you to be here. I'm excited to talk to you, um, man. Let's—I don't know, man. Where you want to start? You started to be—I mean, like I said, I've—I've I've known your name around since I started like uh, becoming close with like Dizzy, Dizzy Davis, and yeah. you know, I think—I think actually that's where I, I learned your name was a track that you guys dropped together like oh, years ago. Yeah, yeah, back in like 2016, 2017. Uh, me and Dizzy, we did a whole collab tape. Yeah. You know, I, I've been fucking with Aeronautics, Aerolife for, I think, I, I want to say like six, seven years now. Wow. I, I built a strong relationship with Dizzy and Tyron. Doesn't, yeah. Yeah, they've, they're two dudes that have just been working as far as like, yeah, as far as like what Arrow was when I first like learned about it. Yeah. And like to what it is now and like what it's like doing, like it's, it's like every, like everywhere I look now, like shows and yeah. like, oh, like you, you, you went from two guys who just started out with one or two designs making merch. Yeah. Making merch. Printing shirts, getting small orders to now you've got thousands of units of yeah. different 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 clothing like i can't even call it merch anymore because it's a whole line yeah it's a whole like, clothing line now that people 50 wear. different shirts you, you got hats yeah joggers <laughs> sweats everything the, yeah the sweats i saw that the like shorts that they put now i'm like mm. dude like you guys are like just in everything you you've know done I mean? they didn't took the whole clothing brand into an entire event coordination company and like which is wild you know what insane. i mean like it's it's insane that they it started off as that, you know, just yeah. like, oh, let's design some clothes and, like, let's see who we can get out there. And then, like, when I was talking to – I talked to Dizzy about it um, on one of the podcasts, and he was saying, like, yeah, we just decided, you know, give it to a few artists and stuff like that. And then, like, when he joined, like, they were doing their first tour that they, yeah. like, did. And now, like, the shows that are popping off, like, everywhere, like, in, you know, Cal, you know Cali, fucking Florida, where they – they I think they just got back from New Orleans the other day, like, yeah. literally, like, two days ago um and should that but you've you've become a little bit more involved in like a lot of that stuff right absolutely so like with a lot of the out-of-state stuff uh i, I partnered with another company high tolerance entertainment uh at the end of 2020 mm-hmm. and uh i touched florida for my first event and then uh my homie dowdy out there he brought me out for two more events back in december and then uh just kind of seeing the energy and the vibe that all the locals give off for the headlines and for the other locals uh, I just kind of knew it was a market we really needed to tap into, yeah. and then uh, I had did it. T- <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! Hey, hey stop with hey, the that cat wild. <laughs> <laughs> Calm that's, down. That's good energy though. <laughs> but not uh, just lay down, please. Yeah, I, I had did a I had did a tour through High Tolerance with uh, with Wi-Fi's funeral and Ill Chris back in January. Mm. Uh, four cities in Florida. We did a uh, West Palm, Jacksonville, Tampa, and Orlando. Shit. And. Uh, Bro, like, I just, I really connected with a lot of people out there. And then uh, I, I went back for a tour with DJ Scheme mm-hmm. and uh, Danny Towers in March. Uh, they ended up adding Puya for one of the dates. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Puya sold out the sound bar within 30 minutes. Fuck. 600 <laughs> cap. Shit was crazy. Damn. Um, but yeah, just from there, just, we connected with so many people. Mm-hmm. I, I told Tyron, like, we have to do it. And, he said, "Bro, the company has the funds. Let's do this shit." Yeah, that's a lot of 
a lot of what that industry is 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 just fucking connections. It's literally Absolutely. like networking. That's how you become, you know, uh, all over the country type of thing. Like, cause yeah. if you're not, if you're built out of here, you could kill it like in Texas. And it's like, okay, how do I get outside? Okay, I got well, to meet some people. But you well, got to meet the right people. That's definitely like the biggest thing. Like what I learned traveling as an artist this year, when, when you go out of town and you network with artists in their city, they, they're questioning and wondering, like, what did this artist do to get out of his town and come into my town? Yeah. How is he in one of the studios I'm going to, but I've never been out there? How is he on a show out here, but I've never done anything there? And they start to question what they're doing with the career and mm -hmm. try to see what you're doing. Yeah. You know, and as an artist that's building myself, like, I look at all the artists and do the same thing. Like, I'm trying to see, all right, what did you do for you to level up? Because that, I mean, that's how you learn. Like, that's how you learn. Exactly. How to, you're not going to, one, you don't know how to do it all. When yeah. two, like, you just get those outside perspectives. It's like, oh, okay, like, I didn't, I didn't think about how to get out of here, but like, let's see. And it's also just literally asking, like, hey, like, how did you get out here? I'm like, oh, like, I got a tour Absolutely. with this because I work with this company. I was like, okay, maybe I need to look into that, like, look into getting it. Like, and then on that. The, the energy that it brings to people back in the city, you know, when, when the people in the city see you out doing things and doing more, they want to support more because they're like, oh, he's he's actually doing what he said he was going to do. Like, it's it's not. You've been. Yeah, that's that's like one thing I've literally like, I think on a daily basis, like I see like some sort of event you're either like performing at or yep. doing or touring because you just you just got back not too long. Yeah, right? I, I'm literally <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I'm on the road every weekend. Yeah, <laughs> it's I, I've done over 100 shows this year. Oh, my and, God. Uh, that's it as, as just as a performer, not including hosting, uh, helping organize, mm -hmm. um, or even just attending. Um, I'm out five, six nights a week yeah. trying to show face and network, meet new people. And because uh, you, you never know who's going to listen and who who's actually going to support you. So you can't just go out and think like, oh, I'm there. Yeah. You know, you, it's, it's got to be with purpose a lot of you've things, gotta you know? you've gotta or, touch you know, people just because you just because you're going out to the show and you want to enjoy it doesn't mean that you know you're like also you got to think about okay as an artist or as yeah. you know an event like promoter or whatever you know it's like what else can i do when i talk to somebebody this person is not just like hey we're at the same shows like hey do you do anything like what do you like yeah oh, absolutely. you're an artist i was like oh no you do shows like or you you make artwork you shoot shoot videos like any type of these connections are like because they're everywhere like it like, absolutely. literally everywhere you go like especially especially like events and like shows and like a bunch of people attending there are either in the industry like it know how to do something yeah like, and it's it's random like dude, oh maybe this person knows how to computer code okay I, i'm gonna need to build like websites or maybe i need to like do my shows or something like yeah. that like every every single person not to say like you can like you should be looking for people you can use but like there's people that you can meet and make purposeful connections right. and not, like make every hey like i'm out every night and i'm out doing all these things like but all of it is like i'm bringing it back to something that I can like use it to, yeah. to help push you know brand forward your yourself forward and I, I think you're definitely one someone that's doing that that you like that actually like you know yeah. talks about it and is about it because you're out there yeah. like, constantly. One one thing I preach to everybody is you know like don't don't burn a bridge you built like I I try to do good business by everybody mm -hmm. and keep solid relationships. I, I might go like disappear from contact for a couple months. Mm. But it just goes from, like I said, like I'm trying to touch as many people as possible. Yeah. And like if, if I've connected with you once, I'm going to connect with you again. You feel me? Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't matter if it's today, tomorrow, a year later. 
if if I fuck with you and support you, it's it's genuine and it's always gonna be like that. So I, I yeah. try to preach to other artists and promoters, producers, everyone to do the same. Yeah, because like I mean that connection that you said like you're like, hey, I might not talk to you for a little bit, but you know, yeah. you still got it there. It's just that and I don't I don't think anybody really could look at like first like you like saying like oh, he hasn't like you know hit me up in months is like yeah. when they look at what you're doing, it's like this dude's busy. It's not like he's yeah. like, hey, he's not well, doing shit. You'd and be not surprised. To talk to, but <laughs> that's insane to me because like I literally like every time like, I was like that dude's doing stuff all the time. Like all it's like so if you're not hitting me back, I'd be like, oh, okay, he's busy. Like me and Dizzy talked about that because he's like, Yeah, I got like you know, a hundred missed calls right now. And it's like, yeah. but I'm like, I know that he's always doing shit. So when I like, literally when I text him, I'm like, I'm, I expect to text back in like two days. I, I like, applaud you know I mean? like, Dizzy and Tyron. No yeah. cap. Cause like, I, please don't ever put my phone number on the flyer. <laughs> Tyron, Tyron showed me his text messages one time. And I, I thought I'd deal with a lot of artists mm. and I'm just like, shit, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> like your life is stressful. But it's, it's a lot. You know what I mean? It and is. When, it, when you look at it, throwing, cause every one of them has questions and not yep. everybody uses the same contact method. Yeah. So, you know, and then you have to keep up with all these people and be like, okay, who would I tell? So consistency and like you're contacting, like how do you, how you tell everybody what to expect at events, especially artists. Like, right. like hey, you need to know this, this and that. Other than that, it's on you. Like you show Ooh. up on time, that's your shit. Like if you don't, like this is what we're gonna do. Like we're moving on. Kind that, of that's probably the best the uh, the best part about being an art an artist that helps out kind of coordinate events because when artists get to kind of complaining about situations, I can try to mediate from from a middleman's perspective because I see from the promoter yeah. side and I see from the artist side. You know, like as a promoter, they're taking the chance on paying for the venue, paying mm -hmm. for the DJ, getting all the expenses covered, and they're providing a space for the artist. Yeah. And if the artist can't bring anybody out, mm -hmm. you know, what did you really do, you, you know? Yeah. Like, for instance, this artist might bring out five heads, but this other artist might bring out 50. Mm -hmm. And we're still going to let the artist with five heads perform, mm -hmm. but it's not going to be when you want to just because you, you're not the person who deserves that. You know, yeah. the, the artist who brought everybody deserves that. Mm -hmm. And one thing in the industry is like, it's a pay to play game. You feel me? Yeah. It, it costs paper to make paper. So, <laughs> uh, to all my artists out there, Hey, pay to play, pay your dues until it's time to get paid your dues. Don't, it's yeah, <laughs> it's did. an interesting concept. And as an like, as starting off as an artist, that's one concept that I I hated. Like, yeah, I was like, what does absolutely? Fuck but and it's not even like in the in the in the scene that we were in, like, because we were in a metal band, right? It wasn't even ever paid. It was just pre sales. Well, bro, like, metal, so bro, metal and rock music is so different though because most of those guys they're putting hundred ticket sale minimum on people, fifty sales. Yeah. You know, like yeah. It, so it's like presets, but like in, in like I know uh, a lot of like the like uh, hip hop shows and stuff. It's like oh, you can just pay a certain amount, like you play, yeah. and like then but, you make money after. But that. I mean, rappers are blessed too. Yeah. Like you know, like I said, most most metal events back then, shit, you got to sell fifty to hundred tickets. Depending on who you're opening for and shit you, like that. If it's a big artist, yeah, they're in, they're insane. These artists, they be complaining about selling 10, 20 tickets. Like, ah, uh, see, that's not come on, bro. <laughs> It was like, and I and I, I and I get some. I mean, like I said, from and it's it's just about perspective. And you're yeah. right, you're right about that. It's like you can't go all into one side. You need both. And I appreciate that you look at it from like an artist's point of view. And like you know, absolutely. Like so, and that's one thing. Like as I've 
gotten more into the actual like business part of it, I'm like, okay, you gotta like, yeah, as a promoter, whoever's making the video, you're putting up money, and mm -hmm. if this thing loses money, you're the one that's out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's learning learning the purpose mm -hmm. of these things. Like, oh, pre-sales guarantees that expenses are paid for and gives you a shot at making money. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's as far as that goes. <laughs> Fucking, what are you doing? Okay, I want to But uh, but yeah, like it's it just gives you. It gives you a way to to get paid, and there's, there's certain things that you you can live with, and you don't have to take every show. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Like you don't have to take if you don't if you are really against like a certain aspect that this you know this company's doing. Right. It's like, oh, you have to pay this amount, and you don't want to do it. That yeah. means you don't have to, but you're also not playing that show. Exactly. So you got to look at like okay, balance out. Like, is this if I do if I pay the player if I do the pre sales for this one, what am I getting out of it? What's the possibilities? Okay, I get to you know. Not you can't you can't just look at like okay well I get to play no it's like okay what am I gonna do to capitalize this no okay. do I have merch like so I can sell maybe I don't get ticket sales but I can sell shit exactly like, and that's all yours you know what I mean like oh okay, you know? can this with this connection working with this company future on help me work with other shows that I that I'm gonna it's gonna help me better like and that's the biggest thing with Aeronautics is they're giving every artist an opportunity to make money that's yeah that's one thing once like. Once like DJ started working with Dizzy and I started looking at like how like Arrow does stuff and right. I'm like everybody's getting paid like they've got things. the platform like, yeah and you make as much money as you want as you want to work for yeah you feel but, me but you have more you have a lot more opportunities than like to make money than I have had like when I was like in the in just like the metal shows around here and stuff like right. that. it was always like we would make enough to play and maybe we'd make like I, I can tell you the most that we've ever made was like. 200 bucks i think and that was like one of our like biggest shows and shit. yeah and it was like packed out it was i'm like people don't realize the like, organizing like, yeah. expenses up there you yeah. know yeah but like with with arrow and them i'm like okay like they've taught me how like okay shows can run a little bit different like yeah. things people will come out if the event is good like yep. and then once you create a reputation of like oh your events are really good so not only like so that's why I think with like Arrow now, like they have so many people coming out. It's like, oh, the last time, last three, four shows I went to were fucking lit. I'm yep. gonna go to all the other ones, and I know it's gonna be a good time, kind of thing. So that consistency and being able to promote, being able to you know charge whatever you charge to get in, because it's like, yeah, like I we charge this much because it's fucking good. Like it's Absolutely. the product is like quality. You know and the I mean? and the network of artists we've built now too. We we've got so many dope acts that. We don't have to burn the city out on them. Mm -hmm. We can rotate artists out monthly, bi-weekly, however we do it, and give everyone opportunities, show the love, and kind of let them build off off of what we have going. Yeah. Because, like, I try to tell everybody, if, if we've got 10 artists on the lineup and everybody brings out 20 people each and then the host brings out however many and then just off of the word of mouth from the people coming... Mm -hmm. You've got an extra hundred in the door. Now you've got a super successful event with everyone satisfied. Yeah. So it's it's definitely a, an experience. An experience. It's a learning thing. Like and you adapt, you know what I mean? You yeah. learn what, what works for you. Like it's not gonna it's not a You've gotta learn the balance. like mold thing. Like he's like you figure out what like specifically works for you as an artist, like what's gonna what compromises are you willing to make yeah. until you you know, until you're in a position where you don't have to make those, you know what I mean? Like mm. where you have more but that comes with you being consistent in your work, like right. your art, uh, what music are you putting out, how are your performances, like are your performances worth going to? You right. I mean? Like you have to have your show has to be consistent, you know, whatever your 
whatever you're marketing, you have to be able to market that. And it's got to be good. Like, it's got to be good. Like, whatever aspect it is, whether people just like your personality, where people like your music, whether people like your live shows, you just got to be good at whatever you like. You decide if you're good at all of them, then fuck, you're in, you're going to be great. You know and what I mean? Like, that, <laughs> that's the thing with Arrow, too. We've got so many diverse personalities, a part, a part of the team. Yeah. Where you've got DJ, you got Dizzy, you mm-hmm. got Tyron, you got me. Like, that, that's, that's four different mindsets. Mm-hmm. And we all just put ideas together. And some people might not want to talk to me or holler at me to do business, but they'll they'll reach out to DJ. Mm-hmm. Hey, I want to do this. Or they'll reach out to Tyron like, yo, boom. Yeah. And that's what creating it goes like, full the right circle. team. You know what I mean? You full need, circle. It's all about it's all about creating the right amount of the right people in your team to yeah. be able to to be able to do those. Okay, because like, you know what, I can't alone you know you can't do all of it like especially Bro. with how busy you know you they, especially how busy arrows like been doing yeah. stuff out of state all the tours and stuff I'm like there's Bro, no way i remember you know. i i did my first show with arrow at like i think it was like lola's or something downtown yeah. <laughs> and i i think i brought like maybe three people out you feel me yeah and back then i i probably paid i, I think i paid like a hundred dollars to get on that show yeah and i said fuck it like next one i'm gonna do better yeah and then I think I think I paid a hundred or, or two hundred that next win, and I ended up selling twenty tickets. Mm. And then I gave out the rest of my tickets for free. Mm. And shit, I did great. Yeah. <laughs> From there, we built. Mm. Like you just like, it's it's different. Like I said, part of me, part of the like I said when I was younger in in like the music game, I was like, fuck that, I'm not paying to play. And yeah. I was just like real, but then I'm like, okay. Yes, I've put in work to like the art and stuff like that, but I also like how do I like prove it? You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, how do I prove like who's coming out? Yeah, I might be like you know, like say our band might be the greatest people like fucking band in the world, but if no one's coming out to see it, I go, yeah. we're still broke. Like yeah. we're still not making money for whoever's organizing this. So for real. shout out bad astronauts though. You know what I'm saying? Shout out bad astronauts, dude. They fucking killed it last night. That shit was fucking awesome. That was such a good event. And I was like, I got to cop it and wear it. I was like, wear it on the podcast tomorrow. They're so fucking good. Um, but yeah, like, exactly. Like, you have to be consistent. You have to be be able to have people trust in you and be like, hey, we're going to put on a good show and then we can bring out people, you know, that are yeah. going to want to see us, that are going to want to see your other artists. And you, you know, it's all about kind of timidity. That's one thing I liked about, like, Chill Sounds that mo- some people came out for one or two artists, but. Right. Saw a whole it bunch of other ones. A you know very I mean? diverse crowd too. Yeah, and I love that. Like I keep, I keep like saying that over and over in every one of these podcasts. But the mixed genre show, like idea, it, it is so it's fucking where it's lit. At. Like last night, last night at the Bad Astronaut show, the the Arrow event at Post. Um, you got a couple, had, you know, like a bunch of like some some hip hop acts. I know Dizzy and like Young Sativa were out there. Yeah, and then you have like you know the more like punk rock, like Treehouse Cabaret. Then yeah. you have like Bad Astronauts who like let it, and a bunch of like you know indie rock bands. I'm like, dude, and then that crowd stayed consistent that entire night you know what i mean because that's what the, people listen to music that they're way. supportive people, yeah people just want to have a good time at most of these events you know what i mean and that's like what i've learned to enjoy most out of like shows and concerts like i'm just here to have a good time you know what i mean like i don't go fuck who's playing like i love music right so i'll listen to like you know a ton of different genres i already do that like so being able to be at a show and just being like hey it's all the like types of different genres that i like and then some that i don't know and it's like oh, okay i learned what i like more you know what i mean or, or what i like um or maybe don't like as much but i still enjoy a lot of instrumentation and stuff like that so i can listen to a bunch of things and i think i think that's a good good idea that to do because i think one of the one of the first not, like mixed genre shows actually the first yeah mixed genre show i went to was a uh, 
the it was an arrow show at uh what's that place in downtown that's on the second floor it used to be red goose red, red goose, goose. Yeah, yeah, yeah dizzy that put red, that together yeah 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 that show yeah. was fucking insane yeah i remember walking out. in and tony love was playing i'm like yeah the like, first time i saw him, I was like this shit's fucking lit and then like this other like punk band went up next and i'm like holy shit they're fucking crazy I'm not like, for real shout fuck? out shout out the homies animal jam band animal jam yeah. is so fucking good i fucking love animal jam they're literally yeah. one of my favorite local bands my, my homie jesse's a member of their band we, we what's his last hill hill yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we went to high school and junior high together that, oh really dude, dude's dope bro that band is so good. That so band good. is so good. I I've been a fan of them since they dropped their endless first, potential, like, um, bro. Yes, there's they are, they're a genre like they're literally the genre they've built around like is is one of my favorites. So I fucking enjoy Animal Jam like so much, because um, I've been wanting to, I've been I've been wanting them to wear. I think they have. I think DJ actually they they with they them just like did that. an they, event with DJ. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was like, yes. I was like, I you think need a to couple work days with them. ago. <laughs> no cap, because like I, I reached out and he was like, hey, my my manager actually already has us on that, and I was like, oh shit. Oh nice. <laughs> yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, they're they're a good. They're definitely a great band. Um, but man, musically, you've been you've been at it for a while. Like, how long have you been doing? Man, bro. So like, I I want to say really like junior senior year high school, I had a. I had stopped playing basketball, and then uh, I just started making music. Just, just like, just randomly, just like, oh, what, yeah, what were like, kind of like I had a, pushing you, man. Uh, so I was at Southwest High School um, before I had transferred back to Bell, and uh, I had just had surgery. I quit playing. We were at lunch, just making beats with the pencils on the yeah. table and freestyling, doing a bunch of bullshit, and they started making YouTube videos on the phones. Mm. And, me and a couple of friends just started having fun with it, and then we just started taking it serious. Yeah, I, I started off recording it in my homie's closet, and then <laughs> that's how you do it. That's how you start off, and everyone started uh, off in the closet. When I transferred back to Bell, I had some homies that like recorded at a, a professional studio, an industry studio. Oh, really? And uh, his his dad was funding them. Oh shit! So, <laughs> um, I kind of put my music on hold and tried to manage them. Yeah, and uh, I got a taste of that and. We were in high school, like in the club, six nights a week. Oh my god, what the fuck? <laughs> we're, 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 un we're underage. Like, like Did you have to like sneak in, to, like to get into them. No, nah, we we would just pay the extra fee for not having oh, an ID. Not <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the shit you gotta do. You know? Nah, for real. And then uh, still get up and go to school in the morning. But holy fuck. <laughs> yeah, nah. I just uh, I really just came from there. You feel me? Mm -hmm. I uh. I ran into a lot of people my senior year that did music and uh, started just networking with them. My homies, uh, shout out Peeps Nation, you feel me? Mm -hmm. They uh, they hit me up for a, a Halloween cipher, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, God. Like, I want to say it was like 2012, 2013, something like that. Oh, maybe, maybe 2014, but uh, I had came through. It was at the Bedford Boys Ranch in, in <laughs> HEB, and I fucking... Uh, I killed their shit, you feel yeah. me? I, I killed the cypher, and then the people they were fucking with was like, hey, bring that white boy, bring him here. <laughs> and then I, I met a whole bunch of other artists, a little label, you know. Um, we had just started networking with them, and mm -hmm. they went by Pink Slip. They uh, they had B-Ham, the Duda Ricky Bobby Style. They oh, had what? Him. They had him? <laughs> yeah, the, he was their artist, and then they had another artist named like Lil Juan. Mm. Yeah, I forgot what big song he had, but... We had a uh, we had built with them for a while. Yeah. And then uh I kinda saw like how label operations mm -hmm. went and all types of shit. That was like the first 
team unit where all right, you got twenty artists all wearing the same T shirts. Yeah. The, the the branding. You got a structure to where we're posting regularly. We're pushing something regularly. Mm-hmm. You're making sure everyone, someone from the team drops on a Tuesday. We're doing this on a Monday. It was it was very structured. Yeah. But uh, it was like anyone could be a part of it. It wasn't like just pure talent. It was more like development and, mm-hmm. and branding. So, like, I left that alone whenever I turned 18. Yeah. Uh, I got, like, my first little contract. It was just for events. I signed a... a a six event contract mm-hmm. at a Max Mango Lounge in Bedford. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I had a six events at a fifty fifty door split. Okay, and uh, they weren't bad. You know, yeah. like it was my first taste of throwing events. I put like local high school performers on. Mm. Uh, I had my dog DJ Johnny Rip. Shout out to bro, <laughs> man. I, me and me and Rip actually we met on a. On uh, some crazy shit. It was my second show ever. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to put the promoter out there. It, it wasn't Arrow. Um, I don't think this artist has ever done any shows with Arrow, but he's mm-hmm. definitely around the four-way scene. Um, I'm not sure if he still makes music, yeah. but I had a, a show at Froggy's Boathouse. And oh, I had shit, a, okay. I remember Froggy's. Yeah, you know. like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, bro. I had yeah, a flashbacks. <laughs> Lil Ronnie Mother F. And a half pint. They picked me up from my mom's house. Really? Yeah. And uh, they drove me to the show. I had pint shooting a video for me that night. Mm. And um, the promoter was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna pay you 400." It, it was like I'm brand new to this. I don't yeah. know. I don't know anything. So he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna pay you 400." Blase, blase. We get there, mm-hmm. bro. There is nobody here at all. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Literally, shit. it's it's us, the DJ, and the bartender. <laughs> oh. Fuck. nobody and then like we're like what the fuck's going on and um i tapped in with rib it was the first dj i ever met you mm. feel me and uh we kind of bonded because we both got fucked by the promoter neither, yeah. <laughs> neither of us got paid <laughs> we both wasted our time fucking but, uh, bonding by getting fucked over <laughs> it was it was motivation for me though you know uh Lil ronnie probably told me the realest thing like as an artist you can do is it doesn't matter how many heads are in the building. If you can make a difference, if you can make one fan that night, you, you did your job as an artist. Mm. And and you can't be upset at that. Yeah. So, like, I, I wasn't going to perform, but Ronnie was like, fuck it, bro, perform. Mm. And I can't lie, I was trash then. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and that that's one thing I, I preach to all my homies now. Please don't be yes, man. Like, if you have friends that make music, critique them. Don't. Don't get mad at your friends if they tell you, like, bro, no, you know, because I wish people would have told me no back then because I hear me now and I hear me then. And I'm like, like who was okay yeah, with this? Who like, let this happen? For real. <laughs> <laughs> that's, you know what? And that's, that's one of the realest things that you learn that I've, I think I've come to learn is like growing up more in like in, in the scene and just like having more friends that are artists. And I'm like, yeah. man, I gotta be as honest as possible. Like, absolutely. I, I do, you no favors by telling you like, yeah, that shit was great. And then be like, that shit was not, not good. For real. Like if I, if I, and then literally I was, uh, I was talking about this. Um, I think it was with my, my friend far. Um, but we were like, yeah, like if it sucks, I need you to tell me it sucks because if I tell you then I'm like, Hey, this could be better. Right. It's not because, I'm trying to shit on your song. It's because I think that you can do better. Absolutely. Like, because I believe in you to do better. It's like, no hey, count. but you got to go back to that drawing board. Like, figure this out. Like, there's yeah. something here, but you could figure it out. Like, not just like, 
or like, hey, maybe it's the same for you. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know. Like, but, uh, but you know what? Only, but if I even if you get people saying that shit, like, it's still if you want it, it's gonna motivate you to be like, okay. Absolutely. I'm gonna make some shit that's not that's gonna make me, yeah. you know, sound good. That's some, you know, even if whatever type of feedback it is. But for the, if you keep the right round of people around you that tell you honestly right. about this, and you actually. You know, if they actually give a fuck about you and they care about they're you, gonna like, you, they're going to help you build and develop. Yeah, they're going to tell you, like, hey, gonna coach. Like, hey, you could do this, you could do that. And that's why, like, stuff like working with other artists, like, you know, doing collabs, doing, right. like, writing with other people helps so much because you get that outside perspective of what somebody else does. You know what I'm saying? You see what they do. Exactly. You yeah. see what they do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like, every artist has their own kind of sound, their own cadences, you know, their own yeah. rhyme schemes. And... You can build from other artists like Tony. You mentioned Tony Love, for example, yeah. earlier. I feel like Tony is one of the hardest artists in Fort Worth. And like he, he doesn't get much credit, but he gets a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He gets love and he could do like he can get so much more credit. Yeah, he does. Then knock him out. He man. does a lot of like he does a lot. He like I He's diverse. Yeah, that's what that, that's the word I was looking for. Diverse. Because uh, I remember it was it was a project that I, it's the one right before the one he dropped. Um Damn it, I can't. Any, anyways, uh, Saucy, Mc, Saucy McGee is a song that I remember. But yeah. I'm like, that's just hard. And I listen to the other stuff. It's like real, like introspective and like, yeah. like real. I'm like, holy fuck. Like, okay. Like, you Bro's got, got some mosh pit knock him out shit. Yeah. He's got some rage music. Mm-hmm. He's got some straight lyrical bars. Yeah. And then he's got some shit you can vibe out to. Like, it's, I was like, dude, this dude is diverse. You know what I mean? Like, and he, it's, it's someone that who, takes what he learns and what like he gains like knowledge and stuff and like okay like i can do this like i'm gonna learn how to do it like let me work with other people and it's, it's another person i see collabing all the time with a bunch of yeah people. that that's that's a marketing king right there mm. you know he he he's from fort worth but he has multiple artists in denton that he yeah. is frequently working with mm-hmm. uh me and him did a song in a video together we've done a couple songs yeah but like we shot a video and he's living in dallas <laughs> he's got people in Dallas. So this mm. this is an artist who stayed all across the Metroplex and networked with people all across the Metroplex. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter where you book him at in DFW, he's gonna have people come out and support him. Yeah. And that's built off of the genuine groundwork that he himself has put in. Yeah. And so like that's just like a retrospect for other artists to see. Like, a how lot, do I do that? Like, a how lot, do I, you know, yeah. play anywhere at least? Like, you know, if you're looking at here, like, the DFW area is fucking huge. Like, Absolutely. So if you, could, if you could play any place here and fucking kill and, like, yeah. bring out, like, a shit to other people, it's like, you got a, you got a fucking badass following right now. Like, and then that's that's just, because that's just a giant one in yep. this area. Like, and it's not too far from each other, you know, like, any Denton, Fort Worth, Dallas, anything out there, Arlington, this is a good area to, like, kind of, if you can... Get a grip on it, like on the you, entire area. Then it's like you can catapult, you can catapult and go like, and anyway, you can go down south. Like you know, the, even Texas alone as a market is yeah. just fucking you, huge. You look at Houston, bro. Houston artists don't have to leave the city to blow up. No, at all. Houston is huge. <laughs> yeah, for real. We we just did a, a Texas tour for a Houston artist, and uh, I think it's the first his first shows out of out of his own town. Really? Absolutely. Holy crap! <laughs> you feel me? And he's verified. But that just goes back to Houston. Houston itself is so big and so supportive mm-hmm. that artists in their city, they don't have to leave to blow up. Yeah. You can be an artist in Houston and make money in Houston forever. That's, yeah, that's kind of what I've I've been noticing about a lot of, like, Texas, like, 
towns is that most yeah. people like don't need to leave the state to like cons- make a living at right. like this. You but know what I mean? the the artists in other cities, you got to leave the city though. Yeah, you have. You to, know what yeah. I'm saying? You 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 don't have Quinn NFN. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't come to Dallas and Houston, no one's looking at Austin. Yeah. Um, Southside Hoodlum in San Antonio, mm-hmm. um, in a retrospect, kind of the same thing. You you got to go to Austin, Houston. I don't think he's really came to Dallas like that. But, yeah. you know, it's, it's things that, that Houston can do that. You know yeah. I mean? You have to go hit certain cities to kind of turn up. Yeah. But even that, like you don't have to leave the state like yeah you know it's like this state there's enough like it's enough people here to, to build do like do. an entire like you know uh momentum and then to like immediately blow up and like move you know do whatever you want to do out of here but um it's one thing that i i've come to appreciate about like the state and i'm like oh okay like there's plenty of places here right to blow up with like whatever you, whatever industry you're doing but a lot of like music like it's a it's a it's a good state to have like that. Yeah. Um, to be able to build like a music career or anything like promotion. It's a good business town. Like That's the thing with the events kind of too though. Like when you're throwing the events, uh, you kind of see like which artist has pool where, especially yeah. with the headliners like Arrow. Um, they got five dates with Wolf. You feel me? Like yeah. we, we did San Antonio and Houston. Both of those super sold out. Very successful. Florida. I heard about the, they're about to be the, the same. Video, yeah. The Dallas is going to be ridiculous my homie bobby high tolerance mm-hmm. he had did uh los angeles and that shit sold out two thousand people regent theater Fuck. fucking most intense event i've ever been to oh shit yeah <laughs> like and uh, that's what i love about one of the things about like talking to to dizzy and like seeing arrow is like just the possibility of like yeah. what you're able to do because i feel like i there's one thing that I mean I don't know if, not every artist but like one thing that I used to have is that I would always like like that's way in the future if it's gonna happen like it's not something yeah. you can do like now and it's really like oh no it's just put the fucking work in and like and that shit is like within reach you know what I mean like it, it it can be done just like when I tell like DJ like the difference between the first chill sounds he ever threw and then the yeah. second one I was like was astronomical like in the amount of people that came out and the amount of like shit that built I was like so like now the first time. He was telling me about the idea. I was like, "Yeah, you can you can get it done. Like it's gonna be harder than that." Blah, blah, blah. But once he did that one, now it's like, "Oh, like the next one is gonna be like once even you, bigger." Bro, once you is, get them jitters out of your first event, bro, yep. it ain't shit. Yeah, literally, literally that's I mean? all it was. It's like, oh no, like it yeah. turns so routine. So now, like, like he was bringing me ideas, and I'm like, "Yeah, you can do that." And he's like, "There's there's not an idea." I'm gonna tell you, like, "No, you can't do that." I was like, "Yeah, yeah. you can do it." It's like, you just gotta know the right people. Like, who? Do you, it's like, okay, you want to do this? Who do we need to know? Who do we need to get to? Let's get to them. Like, yeah. they're not. They're not out of grasp. Like we can find them here. Like they're yeah. they're here. People like you know whatever you want to do. Just you got to get to the right person. If you can't get directly to that person, who's close to them? Like who do you get to to get to them? Like there's a lot. La- there's a ladder. There's a, like a chain to get to these people and they make the right connections. You know what I mean? And it's just talking. You feel me? Like I, I I reached out to one artist in Atlanta to to get his booking price. You know, mm-hmm. and he sent me his manager. Mm-hmm. I hit his manager trying to get the price. He uh, didn't give me the price. He responded. <laughs> didn't give me the price. Didn't say anything about not accepting bookings or anything. I hit him back with all the information I needed. Never heard anything back. Damn. So it's like these these managers are missing bread for their artists too. You That's, feel me? Yeah. It's kind of yeah. Managers kind of 
you also, I guess you got to find someone. Like, I've never dealt with a manager, but I'm assuming you have to, like, have someone that you trust and be like, hey, like, who's going to get me yeah. money? Like, you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, that's that's what they're there for. Like, you're, yeah. you're here to get me, you know, jobs, you know, to get me shows to play, to get me, yeah. you know. My high ass, bro. I'm really just high and forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, uh, bro, Dizzy, Dizzy. He's a fucking household name out here. That that Northside song, bro, really kind of put him on the map. Yep. And that's some the city of Fort Worth. Like they themselves, they're always gonna support that because the Northside is like historical. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. Like I remember when he put that out, and um, I felt it to a degree. And I was like, I mean, I I was, I was like, you know, his friend, and I like, um, and so in that, I I think I felt it in like the in the micro. I was like, oh, it's cool. Like it's in that. Like I know him. But once we, I started seeing like what that song was like doing for him. I'm Real like, oh, support, shit. Yeah, that's like literally. That's why they will always yeah. like fuck with Dizzy. That's why they still always. That, fuck they with, still like, fuck Dizzy, with you know Dizzy. I mean? Like that's uh, because he's remained consistent too. Like his people from around here. He's doing shit everywhere. Yeah. Like, but like yep. he's still like the people from here are still mm-hmm. gonna be like loyal to him like forever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's, there's no getting rid of that type of like support. I feel like. Uh, Aeronautics as a whole is gonna put a, a remarketing campaign behind that song pretty soon. Really? You feel me? Oh. That, I, I I feel like <laughs> Diz, Dizzy's gonna keep rapping. Mm-hmm. He's got some coming for you guys. Oh, I've I've heard some of it. <laughs> he records some stuff here with DJ, so I'm like yeah. I'm always like getting to see him work and be like fuck like yeah. I keep asking like when do when are you gonna put that song out? Like last actually last night he there's a song that he's recording and he like he yeah. got me on the hook. And like he's, I showed up yesterday, and he's like, I was just kidding. I was like, Hey, are we doing that song? And he's like, Yeah, we're doing it. And I'm like, What the fuck? <laughs> I was like, Okay, so we like we did yeah. it together. I'm like, Oh fuck yeah! Like I love, yeah. like hell yeah. That's why I'm glad to see him performing again because when you're when you're organizing these events and doing that, it's it's harder to make music and create and yeah. find the time to put push your craft because you got to put so much time into organizing and building the the event. You feel yeah. me? So like. It, you got to applaud the artists that do that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, you you definitely do. Especially like, I know all the work stuff he's doing and like person like personal stuff. Like I know some of the shit that he's trying to get done, and I'm just like, how the fuck are you doing all this? Yo, shit? I like, I don't know how they they handle the schedule. Like I don't like I'm like I like I I have a tough time like scheduling people to, for this. You know, I'm getting used to and I'm getting more structured now. Yeah. Like, like this week I have three that i'm doing you know what yeah. I mean? like i'm like oh, okay like i can if i structure my shit like the right way like i can get these done like, absolutely I literally like you know people don't I think about post-production the editing and, yeah because because yeah. i do it all like you know it, what i mean like it takes time like dj just does my audio like and just sends it to me and i'm like but everything else i do i'll like the promo vids i'll like the posting and stuff like that because i also like manage the like the instagram and stuff yeah like i was like oh, i was like this is a lot and it like, is. i can do it and then like and when we first started it was just kind of like I knocked six episodes out in two weeks, like yeah. with like recording, with like doing the interviews and like putting them out. And I'm Absolutely. like, okay, after that, I'm like, I don't need to go that hard. I go, I just need to be consistent. So right now, with the amount of like interviews that I got going, like my I have the rest of the content for the rest of the year, and I'm like, okay, like I'm good. Like I'm uh, that's the type of like ahead of schedule type shit I need to be on, so that I can eventually like start getting someone else on the team to help me like edit. You know what I mean? Like, maybe I just worry about like doing a podcast. You know what I mean? Like I right. worry about this, send it off to someone. Someone does it, so I can just. Work, work consistent but i've just realized like all of it just takes just hey take the time be organized like yeah what, what are you doing this week okay and it's it's a little more work but it 
it eventually like makes it easier and you're like, yeah. I'm less stressed about shit. You know, Absolutely. Like, I don't have to worry about like, oh shit, like the episode comes out tomorrow. I have to finish editing it tonight. <laughs> that's how it was. Like the past like yeah. past like five like before like the past two, that's how it was. I'm like editing literally the night before to get it uploaded for like the next morning and i'm like i'm not done i'm not done like cutting shit i'm like yeah no, like, why is it me, like I, this <laughs> it's the same thing with releasing music like i uh i i use distro to to upload yeah. everything and uh Bro, you know distro kid i like distro kid. yeah <laughs> shout out distro um you you want to upload you know with the with a certain time frame before you release that yeah. way it hits all the mar all the platforms you want all the playlists you want mm. And um, that way you just have all the all the marketing behind it at the right time. And sometimes I'll forget to upload and yeah. I'll be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Let me push this back. Or, well, or yeah, because I didn't know that. They're like, I'm always like, oh, it's true. you should if you upload it, like it'll be ready like that day. And yeah. it's like, nope, it's like you got to it'll hit like Spotify one day. It'll hit like yeah. the other ones. And then some of the other ones, it'll trickle along like a week and something later. So they have to be. You yeah. have to like have that shit uploaded for at least. Well, like, I, I think they I, recommend a week. But I fucked up a couple weeks ago. I uh, I uploaded the song with one of my homies, and I meant to set the release date mm. for a few weeks later, and um, I set it for the same day, so it it hit everything the next day oh, after, <laughs> after it processed. And my homie was like, "Yo, bro, I didn't know we dropped." I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> so it's like now I didn't get to properly market it. Yeah, so it's it's like annoying. So I got to push it harder, and it it kind of sucks because like. That's that's what releasing music is like. It's yeah, like it's, it's gotta all be ready. Like your absolutely not just like hey we release the songs. Like no, who's gonna push it? Like what's gonna push it? Like yeah. what kind of like shit do I have to promote it? Like what kind of like uh you know posts or like videos or what's gonna come out when and shit like that. Like you have to have all that in a package ready to go. I mean, like I know what's what's going on. Not like hey, I'm dropping a song and then we're gonna figure this out. Like no, nah, dude, it's yeah, gotta, it's it's a whole thing. And I don't people who aren't artists and just see like the finished products like oh that's yeah. cool and it's like no dude these things had to be like done that's not just like we thought about like you know what's gonna happen next week when the video's dropping when like clips are dropping yeah. teasers when this and that blah blah posting about it every day like that's so, someone's got to do that and for most of us it's us because like you got yeah. nobody else to do that no cap us. like people don't understand like the amount of bread it takes to be a successful artist is insane it's insane how much and money? like i know uh one of the big things, like, I remember a while back in the interview, I heard K Camp say, like, you've got to spend $10,000 a year for five years straight on your campaign just to gain motion. Mm. And um, I can see that, you know, just because as an artist myself, I'm paying anywhere from 50 to 500 per beat. Yeah. Another 80 an hour to record and get my song mixed and mastered. And I'm paying 50 to 100 for the cover art. Mm. Then I'm paying the ten dollars on distro for the upload. Yeah, and then I'm putting another five hundred in marketing, or I'm paying a thousand for this music video. Yeah, it's it's and, insane how much yeah. like, and then like you might not see it because you don't ever tally it up, but once you start Absolutely. sitting down, and be like, oh shit, I am spending a ton of money on this. Yeah, and, but it takes it like you need to do that Absolutely. if you want to like this to be pushed to be successful. Like because the thing about music is that. There's so many fucking people making music. Right. And there's and so much shit that's good. Like, that's one you know? thing in the industry, bro. Like, um, the SoundCloud era kind of changed everything, bro. 2016, 2017, uh, I got jammed up. I, I did a year in jail. I came home, mm -hmm. and absolutely everybody was a rapper, a producer, a camera guy. Yeah. Everyone's doing graphics. And I'm just like, wow, this it, is the game now. The, yeah. The market's oversaturated. 
Incredibly, incredibly oversaturated. So you have to figure out how you're going to stand out. Yeah. It can't just be that your music's good. Like, because a lot of it now is just a popularity contest. Yeah, yeah. And you know, you can have no sound, but as long as you have an image, it's there. Yeah, it's it's kind of hard. And that's kind of like this whole, like, I appreciate TikTok for what it is, but, like, yeah. so much gets run by trends. And, like, it's not like, is this good? It's like, nope, is this catchy? Like, is this, right. is this did you make a trend for this? Like, did it become one? Yeah, like, okay, your song's going to fucking, like, yeah. So that's why you see, like, these old, like, older songs being, like, brought back to life. Brought right back to yeah. life. And, like, and so, like, I... I definitely like do like uh, concede to TikTok. I'll be like, you guys have this app has power. Yeah, I can, I've seen it. I've seen it. Like Trey songs just took back off off of TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they so streamed many, together like, little clips of him losing mm-hmm. his mind in his videos and <laughs> made him blow right back up. And he's back up. But it it's I've seen it happen with like you know small artists and then just like old artists that haven't like that song has been played forever like and then yeah. now it's like you know retracking going back to number one like that's how like yeah sh- like how strong that is but it also like the thing i noticed i'm like oh a lot of these songs like that were like popping up for an era i'm like oh they all sound like similar because they figured out what the trend was and it's like let's go with what's popular yeah. and make it so it's 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 hard i think it's hard depending on what type of artist you want to be and that's fine if you if you don't want to be like someone who's making like you know just popular shit like that's cool like but you might run into the fact that like other people will do it and it's gonna like you know maybe you won't get listened to as much or maybe you're gonna have to work even fucking harder to you know to do something to do something absolutely and that's you know you that's just that's just your grind that's you chose it that's what you want to do just make sure you're about it. You know what I mean? Like, but, like my song "Money Dance." It's it's by far my biggest song. Yeah. Straight from TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> really? Literally. <laughs> like I was just drunk, freestyled it with my friend. <laughs> Not at all like the lane the lane I do, but yeah. I uh, my homie Clint like he danced in the video. He's got over two million followers on TikTok. Holy shit! <laughs> I just shot I shot him a little bit of bread. He did a dance video, mm. and I got like a fucking thousand little kids doing the money dance. <laughs> <laughs> like, see it fucking works like it i mean there's a there's a thing to it yeah um and like i said it, i mean it it there's good and there's bad which is there's with tons of stuff but yeah um i think that's just i think it's just the artist game man like the, you have to if you're not in it to want to struggle it's like then you shouldn't be At an all. artist or a musician because that's all it is you know until you get to a point like which you know it's it's very few of us that get there or very few of us I, I, I ain't, I ain't there. but it's few people that get there you know but if you're not willing to put that work in sacrifice it doesn't matter for any grind like yeah. any any of those grinds you know what i mean like any anything artistic anything um that takes that kind of stuff is it's gonna take work and you just gotta be about it like you know yeah. I mean? like you just gotta be willing to put that work and be you know, willing willing to take the L if it doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it, it might not, but I think you just have to enjoy what you like doing. You no, know nah, for like, sure. And that that's probably the biggest thing I could preach right now to a lot of artists too. I, I keep saying a lot of things are like the biggest <laughs> thing, but like, uh, mental health is a big fucking issue right now, and all these artists are all fucking emotional in their feelings and shit. The little peep wave, little Zan wave, mm-hmm. changed a lot of things and. A lot of artists feel like they have to make music that caters to their fans and caters to their audience because they'll sign a fucked up deal and the label's like, nah, you can only put out shit like this. Or, But you've got all these independent artists mm-hmm. that are like doing this. Like you have no deal, no control over your music. It's solely you. Yeah. 
and and you're choosing to put that mental battle on you. You didn't make music originally for anybody but yourself. Yeah. And so that that's kind of an issue I've I've been struggling with, you know, like being on the road, working so much. Uh I've been trying to make shit that caters, you know. Yeah. To the the audience that I have rather than making the music I enjoy making myself. So mm -hmm. like that's what I've been working on. Yeah. <laughs> you feel it's, me? It's a that's a struggle, especially because, like, yeah. when you write songs that cater to, like, your audience, it feels good at the time when you're performing. Yeah. It was like, oh, they like this shit because I Absolutely. literally wrote this shit for you, you know what But I mean? it's like... But, like, you know what? Do I like doing this shit? Exactly. Like, you, know, like, you know what I mean? Do I enjoy this shit? <laughs> exactly. It is, and it's hard. And it, it, it must suck ass for, yeah. like, the, la you know, the label. Actually, I just saw... This was a clip I saw the other day, but it's, like, T-Pain talking about, like, when he was showing... Um, XXX Tendacion, his last album. Yeah. It was like an album that his label made him like uh -huh. write. Like yeah. he had to write a certain like type of shit and he was like, That's kinda of fucked up. That was the last thing he heard of me was this fucking bullshit album that I didn't even want to do. Like the label, you know, made yeah, me do straight it. up. But it's it that's what labels are so interesting. And and I don't know, it's it, there's gonna be a time where they, they they become a thing of the past, I think. Absolutely. The way things Especially are going. The distributors now. People, yeah, you can distribute your own shit. You find your right network on how to promote shit. Yeah. You're golden. Because that's all the label can offer you, like the connections there. But if you find a way and a team mm -hmm. to make those for you, like, or you make them yourself, and, like, yeah. you know the people that are going to do it, it's like, you, what, you know what you need to label for, you know what I mean? Like, figure out how to fund your own, like, recording and things like that. And then... Mm -hmm. You know, or maybe just, you know, the, a lot of stuff that I've been seeing is, like, people just getting, um, distribute, yeah, just distributing deals. Like, that's it. Yeah. Nothing, nothing else. Because, like, when I started hearing about, like, what 360 deals were and shit, I'm like, that's so garbage. Yeah, like, it's insane. I, I didn't but, know. And I was one of those that was like, oh, yeah, you get the label and then you're good, right? Like, you're famous. And yeah, you're just, no. I'm like, oh, no, you read, meet all these people that nah. got deals and, like, are fucking broke now. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's because they're, they're, they're there to trick you. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm finna give you this 100 racks at 30% interest. And you do what you want with it. I'm not gonna tell you that you need to use this hundred racks on recording, visuals, features, and marketing. Yeah, it's all you. Like I'm gonna just it. give you this hundred k cash, and your stupid ass is gonna go buy a chain, mm -hmm. get a car, and fuck it off at the strip club. And now you're this broke rapper that is under contract, slaving for four years. Yep. You feel me? Yeah, and, it's, and it's it happens. It's so it's often. fucked it's up, fun. but. That's you know what I'm saying. If you don't want to read the paperwork you're signing, the least you could do is go pay a, an entertainment lawyer, whoever the fuck, five hundred just to read it. Just read it. Tell you, you know exactly what, I mean? what the fuck it is you're signing. You know what I mean? For real. Like it's, that's that's an investment that is well worth whatever the fuck you're gonna pay for because it yeah. won't even be that much compared to how much you're yeah. gonna fucking lose. Nah, for real. Like if you sign the wrong shit, you'd be surprised. That a shit lot is of the, like a contracts lot of these are, artists you can't are piss off for, contracts for you know a little I mean? like, bit, little bitty bread too. Yeah, five, yeah exactly. Five, ten bands. Yeah. And you get fucked, you know what yeah. I mean? Like because like, oh, you know, I didn't have time to write. I was just excited about this. Like, no, nah, at any Absolutely. at any point, at any level, at any amount of money that they're offering you, like that shit, you figure out exactly what the fuck you're signing, figure out how you get out of it if you don't like some shit, figure out everything that they're gonna make yeah. you do. Like, cause I saw some of these that were starting to take like shit off of like touring and shit off of like yeah. merch that you pay for. I'm like, that makes no fucking sense. At like, all. Why are you taking money from like shit that I like and paying for myself? And then like it used to be like touring. Okay, you're you wouldn't make shit off your music, but you'd make you know you're touring, and then the people yeah. started. Then they started being greedy and wanting you get part your of your touring. And be like, oh fuck, yeah. now you don't even get your show money. Like at all, that's fucking crazy, and that's the only time you make money. That's why these like artists are and touring as much as they fucking can. It's kind of like I said earlier too. Like managers be fucking artists out of bread all the time. Like yeah. 
no cap. I know this. I know this one specific artist's booking price is five k, and the manager tried to tell me seventy five. You know. Oh shit. Yeah, like fuck out of here, bro. Yeah. Like, you don't need that. I, I'm not here to pay you this extra twenty five hundred. When I know that shit is just going to you. You know what I mean? You feel me? You trying to take that shit off the top? Yeah, like fuck that. Mm. You know, you get your percentage of your artist. You know, that's what you get as your manager. Yeah. Like. Uh, like I, I'm not gonna cap. Like I used to pay Tyron a monthly retainer as mm -hmm. management. You feel me? But we started making enough money together where I he told me straight up, like, bro, we're eating. You don't need to pay me anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm making money with you. I don't need to make money off of you. Yeah. And that's like a real relationship, there. That's, you feel me? That's the difference between someone who's like would have just yeah. kept kept you on that shit and been like, no, 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 you not for real. It. And it's someone who's actually like looking out for you, you know? Yeah, what I mean? like but that's what I mean by the right people around you. Exactly. If you've got the right support system, anything's possible. Yeah, I, for real. I've, I feel that a hundred percent. For real. If you have the right support system, the right people, the right people that are gonna call you on your shit, tell you what the fuck you're doing, that's yeah. fucking up, and and tell you the right moves and the wrong moves that you're doing. Like that's what you need. Like you can't yeah. have bullshit around. You can't have people that are gonna tell you what you want to hear. Like you can't just have just pure encouragement. Like it's yeah. got to be like, hey fix this shit like work on this like you're fucking off like you're yeah. not paying attention to what you're doing and like you need that like otherwise like otherwise if you don't have that self you know uh discipline for that yourself right. and then and then everyone loses it at one point so you need someone like around the right people to be like hey you're coming off you're not on you're not on track anymore yeah. like you're fucking off like and, not, and that know. that's the best part about having you know what i'm saying a, a manager and a mentor around you feel me like mm -hmm. When, when I when I'm slacking, they'll tell me like, "Hey, bro, you need to pick it up, or you need yeah. to do this." You feel me? And uh, a lot a lot of people don't know like I, I got a fifty fifty deal. You know, mm -hmm. I'm with the independent company uh, based out of DFW. You feel yeah. me? And and we got like a love hate relationship because fifty fifties. You know what I'm saying? Mm. They got to split. You know? Yeah. And shit, as an artist, if if I'm already covering all this, and now you're telling me you are gonna split with me? Yeah. Shit, we doubling up. Yeah. So. It's, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and Andy's like, it's not a lot of money coming in; it's a lot of money going out. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> you gotta, yeah, you gotta, you gotta know exactly yeah. what you're getting into and the people you're fucking with, man. Um, fuck, man. Yeah, I think I think that's a good way to end it, man. Don't get the right people around you, yeah, and have the right team, and uh, and you you can definitely get to where you want to go. Like I said, just. Don't bullshit yourself. Don't get people that are going to bullshit you. And if you're going to be in this life, you got to grind for it. You're going to have to Absolutely. work. Absolutely. You're going to have to work. And I feel like you do that. I feel like you embody that. You know, day after day, I see you, like, hustling. And like I said, I, I like, this is really, like, the first time I'm getting, like, to talk to you for a little bit long time. But, no, for sure. Um, but definitely, like, I, I love, you know, what you're doing. Music's fucking, that's a Bourbon Street Baby too tape. I was listening hey. to him. I'm like, I fucking love that tape. That shit vibes. But uh, no, nah, man, keep doing what you're doing. You're fucking killing it. Um, and I don't know, man. Plug whatever you want to plug in. I don't know what you got going on, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Gang Shines 3 drops this December. Uh, Dalibu's most wanted. You dig? <laughs> it drops start of 2022. Uh, shout out Air Light Shows, Aeronautics, High Tolerance Entertainment, Chill Sounds, and Breakdowns. Uh, Y'all follow me on Instagram at Suburban Trap Guy. And. Uh, it's got the link tree for all streaming platforms. Goddamn me. He did. Check out all of D-Money's stuff. I will link everything down at the bottom. And, man, thank you for stopping by, man. I really appreciate it. I appreciate it. you guys. For real, for Absolutely, real. Man. We'll see you guys later.